0: All right, guys, welcome back to our Wednesday episode of Equip You and Grace podcast. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this podcast. And one issue that um, I, I see keep coming up in in interviews on my first book on the word um, explored is the issue of distractions. And it's a significant issue that I think many people struggle with in, in Bible reading. And I think um, I'm hoping that today's uh, episode will will help you you know we we face distractions all the time you know we have we have that perpetual uh distraction of our of our cell phones if you have one of those um with us all the time we can just flip it open check instagram facebook twitter uh and the list goes on and on and and for guys sports or for ladies you know whatever you ladies check out you know distractions are all around us and um, the bible thankfully speaks to our distractions in luke 10 um the, that famous story of uh, you know martha one night jesus and some of his friends they're reclining at dinner one of his friends mary was eagerly sitting at his feet uh fo- fully focused soaking in every word that he was saying but you know martha's sister mary was busy serving bussing the table uh cleaning up doing uh, stuff um she got upset and she asked jesus why mary didn't care to to help her now Jesus' response is very simple, but it's also very powerful. Luke 10, 41 through 42 says, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which is which will not be taken from her. Now, although Mary Martha had, had good intentions by serving, she's ultimately distracted. She's being pulled in many directions. And when she faced the choice between sitting at Jesus' feet and worshiping him, she She chose to worry about the household chores. This could have waited till later. Now, Jesus lovingly convicted Martha, telling her that her sister had chosen the better and the greater possession, close fellowship with him. Now, in saying this, he gently tugged at her heart in a way asking her to examine her heart examine her motivations so what are some helpful ways to we need to talk about what are some helpful ways to fight distraction well the first thing to do is as you're opening god's word spend a few moments or if you've already opened your copy of god's word uh, pray pray before you start ask the lord to illuminate his word to you to help you to understand it to to make to show you great and wonderful things in his word. Uh, we need to remember here that as Christians the Holy Spirit indwells us. And what is the purpose of the Holy Spirit in his indwelling ministry to us? It it's to teach us the truth of scripture. It's it's to teach us the truth of scripture. And from scripture to point us to Jesus and then to send us out on mission. So prayer, it helps us, right? We have 24-7 access, Hebrews 4, uh, 16 tells us, before the throne of grace. Our prayer lives are, are a way of communicating and talking with God. It, we uh, we make our requests known to God, and, and um, that's why we're to pray. We're to pray scriptural prayers. So why shouldn't we then, if prayer is so vital, why shouldn't we ask the Lord to help us with our... Distraction. Asking the Lord to help us stay focused, keep our minds stayed on Him as we're reading Scripture. That this is so vital because it'll help you. It'll help you to be more focused on on the text, and the, and asking the Holy Spirit to teach you the truth of Scripture will help you to learn what what God has for you in that time of reading or even that time of study. Um, you know, as you're looking at what what does this verse? What does the verse say? What is? How do I interpret this verse? these kind of things help now the other thing uh, get in a find a time that works for you for your time of reading scripture getting into a routine is so vital i can't even i can't even tell you and 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 As you develop this routine, it's probably going to take about 30 days. Don't quit during those 30 days. During those 30 days, you're, you're building a habit. And it takes about 30 days for this to become a habit in your life. And you don't have to be a routine person some people find that hard but getting in a rhythm spending five to fifteen minutes to start in in the word of god uh you need to understand you need this you need this like you need food and water and sleep um you need it you need the word of god you know creating routines that helps fight distractions because it helps you to focus um set some clear expectations. How much time are you going to spend in the Bible? I would suggest starting at 5 to 15 minutes. Um, even, even I would suggest also uh, start with the book that your pastor is preaching through. Read that over and over and over again. You have 5 to 15 minutes in your schedule. If you don't, it's time to take stock of what you have in your life because that 5 to 15 minutes is vital for your spiritual growth. Uh, to read, The word of God. Now, the third one, turn off or put away your phone. Our our phones and electronics are are by far the biggest distraction when it comes to our Bible reading. If you have an animal, that might be a close second. Take your phone. You know, when for example, when I'm recording episodes, I'll I'll put it over here on on another's part away from me so that it's not going to distract me um, on another table in my office or somewhere else around the house even. And, And that helps me because I'm not even going to look at it and and that helps also, with our Bible reading, put it in a different room. Put it in a different part of your house if you have to. Spend that time focusing on scripture. Another option is to put your phone on the do not disturb or or completely, as I said, in a different room. You know, you need this. You need this time. God, God has given you his word and you are to delight over his word because how else are you going to get to know God? You know, he's revealed himself in the 66 books that constitute scripture and God is inviting you. He's inviting you in this this revelation of his word to to know him. And and as a Christian indwelt by the spirit, you should long to spend this time, five to 10 minutes, maybe even 15, 20, uh, spending quality time getting to know the Lord. You know, if you wanna hear God speak, uh, read your Bible. If you wanna hear him speak out loud, write, read the word out loud we're gonna talk about that in in just a minute uh, maybe even start taking some notes uh, even journal your way through the bible if, if you like to if you like to write that that might be a way to do it maybe even highlight or write on a certain passage that that particularly was meaningful to you um, sometimes even uh, uh something i've seen over the years is even just typing out the verse or handwriting the verse you know th- these are all these are all good things that that can help you you know it also help you to retain the information if you're like to keep busy with your hands this this is another way you know type it out type out the verse or you know get a notebook and start Jotting down thoughts and notes. Another thing that that can be helpful as you're reading the Bible, uh, maybe listen to some classical music or or you know like Beethoven or Mozart or or um, or worship music from Sovereign Grace Music or or the Gettys, for example. Um, you know I find this to be helpful as well. Um, uh, in my own Bible reading, I, I don't have worship music on. Um, after I'm done reading my Bible, or even we're going to talk about listening to the Bible here in a minute, I'll, I'll turn on worship music and I'll often throughout the day either have classical or or some worship music on and i and i personally find that that helpful throughout the day um you know i am i am a fan of of bible reading plans with the qualification (laughs) i think that probably the best way to start with the bible reading plan is to read the book that your pastor is is preaching through i think that that's the best keep reading it reading over and over and over again because here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna know that book. You're gonna be able to use that book in your ministry towards other people. You're gonna know it so well. You're gonna you're just gonna know it. You're gonna be able to talk about that, that passage, that book, and what it means and those types of things. And, and, and so this will help you to build your your biblical literacy, um, in a significant way, not to mention it'll help you to apply, uh, the scripture to your life because you're hearing your, you're hearing your pastor preach through it. You're reading it. Uh, you're hopefully, you're hopefully talking about the, the, the sermon that you're learning about or from, uh, from your pastor and your small group, or, or maybe with some friends, you know, these kind of things. Now, a, a Bible reading plan can be helpful. Um, you know, there's so many of them, uh, you can just google them um but even even just reading through the bible is starting in genesis and working your way through however long that takes you know don't feel like oh i have to read you know five chapters or ten chapters whatever at your pace uh, remember this is god's word you know reading through the bible is a good practice in a year is a good practice it is a good goal but there's no shame in if you read through the bible in two three years or three years spend quality time Every day, 5 to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes in God's Word. Get to know the God who has revealed himself in the Word of God. Well, I also want to encourage you to do some digging. One way to stay focused on Bible reading is by looking out for keywords, definitions, writing down questions. This will help keep you focused and intentional about what you're reading. It'll help you dig a bit deeper into the, what the Bible is saying. You'll want to look at the context, uh, you know, who wrote the book, why did they write it, those types of things. Write down, highlight themes and words, questions you may have, words to look up in a dictionary, that will help you dig deeper um if you if you want more you can go to uh our website Uh, under the publication tab you can click theology for life scroll down just a little bit and you'll find an issue on hermeneutics the, which is the art and science of biblical interpretation there you can learn uh, a little bit more about this subject and i encourage you to check it out um grab an accountability friend now this this is important because we can often want to give up, but we we need somebody to ask us, how are you doing at at your Bible reading uh, what what are some things that are standing out in in the text that you're reading or, or you're listening to and and these kind of things uh, they can ask us about our prayer life. they can ask us you know um, how are you growing in your theology how's your prayer life how's, how how's things in your marriage and so on and so forth and, and the goal there right is to come alongside as we often talk about, On this show, and to put an arm around one another's shoulder, and to say, "Just see, hey, what's up? How are we doing? How are we doing in our walk? How are we doing in our life? What's what's going on?" So vital. Uh, Check your heart. Now, uh, Jeremiah seventeen nine says, "Our hearts are are wicked." It's true. You know, we're 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 sinful where as as Luther says we're someone justice alpector, at the same time Saint and sinners and so our our naturally we don't cling to the truth or, or love or morality uh we may have good intentions but what we also should always check our hearts let you know, as we're talking about Martha and Mary, you know, our hearts really are the main issue. We need to ask ourselves, what are what are the things that are distracting me the most? Is there any unconfessed sin in my life that that's keeping me from desiring to fellowship with God, to spend to spend time with him? Um just just, you know, doing a in a, in a 2 Corinthians uh uh 13:5 way to uh, examine our hearts and and return to the lord lamentations 340 even says this let us examine our ways and return to the lord that that's a good thing for us a good practice and uh, that that helps us to keep short accounts even with god another reason why we should be engaging the, the in the spiritual disciplines you know when personally, so personally one uh, practice that I find really helpful with Bible reading is is r- listening actually to scripture. Um, I do this every morning as I'm getting ready. Uh, for the day, um, I will turn on the ESV Bible app and I'll listen to the Bible. However long it takes me to get reading, I, I find that this is this not only helps me um, to to start my day in in a good way, but it, but it helps me to stay focused. Now um, I start at Genesis and I just go right through. Um, but but I'm also studying spe- for specific things during during the day. Like here or soon, I'm going to start studying through James because I'm going to be teaching through James. Um, on the Servants of Grace podcast in February of uh, uh, next year, and um, I'm also working on a sermon that I'm going to be delivering um, later this month in November, and on thankfulness. So I'm studying First Thessalonians five and other passages on thankfulness. And um for those I'm reading the text. I'm I'm looking at it. But listening to the Bible, I like to listen straight through scripture because that helps me to always keep in mind um you know the whole Bible. Now I have a confession to make as well with that. Um it only has been um, I used to be better at this but um over the last few years I've I've kind of slacked in that in, in this whole Bible perspective because when I was most of the time when I'm teaching through a book I want to listen to it again and again and again and again because I like to get in the the Bible I like to get in that book but I was thinking about it um I'm really missing out also on the whole Bible. So in the last few months I, I've been getting back to this practice of, of listening through the whole Bible. and now I'm already I'm already almost to the end of, of Joshua. So this this is just uh, it just refreshes me I, I find it, it's just a really, really helpful practice so especially if you're a bible study teacher or a pastor and you're listening to this podcast i would just say well, start listening as you're getting ready you know for the day you know maybe that takes you 15 20 minutes 30 minutes spend that time turn it turn up the esg bible app on your phone as you're getting ready and and just start listening and, and even on your ride you know you can spend that time if you like uh listening to the bible and getting it getting scripture in your heart in your mind it's just so so helpful um uh, um, read the word out loud. You know, we just kind of talked about that. If you want to hear God speak, uh, read the word. If you want to hear him speak out loud, right? Read the word out loud. Now, um, you know, read whatever scripture you're you're reading in the Bible out loud. Now, it might seem weird out loud, but, but say it out loud. This gives you an extra incentive to pay attention because you're declaring it out loud. And you can even make it fun if you're reading a story in the Bible, use voice fluctuations or even different voices to narrate the characters. You know, seriously, anything you can do to keep your mind set and undistracted is a win. You know, distraction is, it's a frequent reminder of our frailty, our limits, that that we're not God. And since we're given to such unjustifiable and even ridiculous levels of pride, this is good for all of us. You see, distraction, it humbles us. It forces us to ask God for the help we desperately need. It also can help build, a, build our faith. If we see the Spirit giving graces of humility and faith growing in us through our struggles against distraction, we need to count that among the all things we give thanks for. You see, God also used distraction to strengthen our self-control. Christian uh, self control is a fruit of the spirit. That's what Paul says in Galatians 5, 22 through 23. And like all the spirits, fruit of sanctification in us, they're they're cultivated through the primary decisive gift of the Spirit and secondary but indispensable intentional hard work. It's remember it's helpful to remember that that we strengthen self control similarly to how we strengthen muscle through resistance. Muscles do not grow strong without pushing against resistance, and neither does self control. There there's no getting around the hard work of applying ourselves and figuring out what works best for us. But you see, and we'll, we'll talk about this. Going to talk about this idea of what works best for us next month. But if we prayerfully and even faithfully apply ourselves that the spirit will empower our efforts and we'll see our capacity for self-control increase now now just as with physical strength and ability some are graced with greater ability to focus than others and if you're one of those people then good stewardship of this gift looks different than it does for less gifted people like a gifted athlete you're made to excel seek to maximize it for to whom much is given of him much will be required luke 12 48. if you're a person who for whatever reason has a more difficult Struggle with distraction as a Christian, you don't need to feel condemned. As a Christian, you're you're in Christ, and Paul says in Romans eight one, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And for you, good stewardship looks like fighting distraction as best as you can. But push yourself. You may not be comfortable uh, or able to do what others can, but God will only hold you accountable for the measure that He's given you. Do something. You know, we we need to understand that healthy habits are the result of strategies. It, Resolves are our object, desired outcomes, habits are strategies. Or to even use a different metaphor, the engine of our resolve must run on the tracks of our habits. So resolve can only travel as far as the tracks of habit have been laid. Hebrews 5 14 says, But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. That verse helps sets our expectation. Spiritual maturity is the goal, constant practice is the means. Now growing up up in in high school and even today i but in specifically in high school i played competitively i played competitively golf and before that i played soccer and tennis and and even football you know to to play those games to play those sports you have to practice to be any good at them you have to have some talents some gifts um it, 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 to, to be very good but behind them is the idea that practice 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 the fundamentals this is what we're talking about in this episode practice the fundamentals reading your bible five to ten minutes understanding that this is a means of god's grace and that it's a means to help you grow you need to exercise this means to help you grow to be like christ because God delights over his word and he delights over you. So you should delight as as an indwelled Christian by, by the Holy Spirit uh, to read the word of God. And the point here is constant practice is the only only way any skill is grown and maintained in anything, including the skill of distinguishing between fruitful focus and unfruitful distraction. Well, well you might be wondering, what does that mean? You know, <laughs> there, there's no specific way that this works you know this this is so important even and we're gonna talk about this in a in a future episode but but i'll get into it a little bit here you know we we often want well what does this look like but but the danger the danger of of saying oh well this is one, two, three, four, you're going to go do the one, two, three, four, but then you're going to say, well, Dave, that didn't work for me. What what, what I want you to do instead is I want you to understand the principles. How are you, you need to ask yourself because you know yourself or even ask your spouse or ask a close friend, you know, uh, I feel like I get distracted in this. What, what do you think? Um, do you think that I, do you see that I get distracted in, in this? And, and they may all honestly know your wife may know. Um, but but you have to know yourself. You have to know your tendencies. Um, and this is why this is why telling you oh well do this do this and this and you'll be successful it it doesn't work that way. Um you know, like when I'm in church, oftentimes I'll look all around and just at different people. I I like to people watch and um or when I'm at a conference, I'll do that I'll do the same thing. Or or I'm out in a battle, I'll do the same thing. You know, I get distracted easily. Um in that in that way. But but the thing is, is when we're coming to God's word, we're we're spending that time. You need to understand that. That's why maybe we only need to spend five minutes. If you really struggle with this, start five minutes, then go to ten minutes. Build up your your muscles, your spiritual muscles in in study. Uh, give yourself a break. If if you're taking like if you're doing a Bible study, you're not gonna you're not gonna or or studying for a Bible study or or a class or something. If you you know if you spend you know, several hours doing something, the same thing, and you don't take a break, you're going to get tired. Um, if you find yourself getting tired, take a break, come back and and, and spend some more time reading the word and, and so on and so forth. You know, um, the, the same kind of things apply at your work, right? If you're, you get a, uh, usually most employers give you a 15 minute break a couple times a day, and then you get a 30 minute lunch and, and you need to take that time uh, to probably relax and decompress for those those few minutes not to mention you need the food um so so you need to find out the ways in which you're you're uh you're you're facing distraction things that you know cause you to be distracted and and just just noticing some things about yourself you know these things will these things will really help you uh to fight distraction um there's not just a hey let me tell you this and this and this okay you you need the biggest thing is you need to ask God to help you in this fight. You need to seek some accountability. You need to be honest with that accountability. You know, all aspects of, of the fight of faith is a fight. We need we need to build endurance. We need to learn discipline. We need to control our bodies. You see, God isn't merely concerned about the most efficient way to free us from distraction. He He's concerned with, with what will produce the greatest and most enduring spiritual fruit in our lives. So prayerfully aim to defeat distraction. Who the slow, and steady insurgency of building new habits one at a time each time that you avail yourself of the means of grace including reading your bible and prayer um and those things and over time what you'll find is prayerfully you know by god's grace through the spirit's work you'll find that distractions uh become less and less because you're not only understanding those things that cause you to be distracted right you're also facing them head on uh, with different ideas and different tactics. And this is why we need one another. You know, uh, this would be a great subject to to talk not only with your, your spouse about, but with a Christian friend about, you know, how do you ask them, how do you deal with distractions in your Bible reading and your prayer life? Uh, that that invites a great conversation, you know, to learn from one another um, and, and those types of things. So, all right, guys, well, I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Equipping You and Grace podcast. Until next Monday and Wednesday, may God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Equipping You and Grace podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate us on the app, and share this with your friends and family on social media. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Servants of Grace, on Instagram at Servants of Grace, or by searching at Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this episode and many others like it on the front page of our website, servantsofgrace.org.